Yo, yo, yo. Good morning and welcome to Starbucks. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Jim, this is a happy, 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 I feel, Saturday morning that we're on. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had like a happy podcast in quite some time. Follow this ticker right here. There you go. <laughs> Clutch is back, baby. Uh, um, no, I'm, yeah, I'm we so have some good news to report talk about so excited so happy this is uh this is big and this is not big in the sense of the pirates have signed aaron judge to a 380 million dollar deal and holy hell look at the pirates are doing baseball wise and holy hell look what's going on with this organization this rebuild this is just like it's just a feel-good story. It just feels so good. And everyone on Pirates Twitter, for the most part, was, I feel like, in the same feelings. It's just, this is just good. It's wholesome. And even for baseball it, reasons, it's good we'll talk about. <laughs> it is. It's just, like, wholesome content. Like, everybody everybody loves Andrew McCutcheon. I think if you're, if you've been a Pirates fan for any period of time and you live through like really no matter what age you are, right. If you're an older pirates fan and you saw the pirates of the seventies um, and you saw, you know, the early nineties teams. And then, you know, that was, those were your teams. You love Andrew McCutcheon. Cause you know, he, he was like the first superstar that the pirates have had since Barry Bonds. And then before that, Willie Stargell and Roberto Clemente. Right. So like, those are like, he's, 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 the only superstar the Pirates have ever had in the in my lifetime that I can remember. So, like, for, first off, from like just like pure nostalgia standpoint, like you gotta love it, right? I mean, he's he's my favorite baseball player of all time. So the go. Pirates just signed the Pirates just signed my favorite baseball player. Like that's that's something to be incredibly happy about, right? Um, and then you bring up too, like this checks a lot of boxes when it comes to like what the pirates needed as far as an actual baseball player, you know, to kind of wrap up this off season. So I couldn't be happier right now. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I woke up yesterday morning and just doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I see the tweet and I'm just like, there's no way, like, there's just no way this, this isn't happening. But it did. And it's one of those things like you've always like in your mind, you know, we've talked about this. Hey, last year, signing McCutcheon to a two year deal. That would make a lot of sense. He goes to the Brewers, of course, in division rival. Right. Of course. Yeah. Like this just isn't going to happen. First off, Charrington has no ties to him. Right. They're in his rebuild. It just ain't going to happen. And then he signed yesterday. And, and again, like all I could think of was I can't believe this is happening. It just makes so much sense. And we like, we jokingly talked about it just a few weeks ago with the whole Brian Reynolds thing, you know, mm -hmm. and I even said, and to quote this person here, but like, 
I mentioned, I'm like, you know what? You know, it makes all the sense in the world. If you are going to trade Brian Reynolds, sign Andrew McCutcheon. I'm like, if anything, that's going to soften the blow, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know. Like, the thing is, they have Reynolds and McCutcheon. And I think that's yeah. like a cool dynamic, too. Like, that's the guy that you were traded for, and now you're in the same outfield together. You know, that whole trade comes full circle in a sense. And, I mean, ironically, I'm not going to talk too much in that. We're not going to get into Brian Reynolds in that sense. But ironically, yeah. in a sense, that could happen this year as well while Andrew McCutcheon's in the, in the outfield. But regardless, like, it's, like you said, it checks off so many boxes. You got a hell of a veteran leader in that clubhouse now with Andrew McCutcheon. Who had what he needs to bring brought to him over a decade ago, and now he gets to be that guy to do it to this next rebuild. Yeah. No, I, I, I said it makes sense in a lot of ways. It's, it's, it's a really good signing. I want to actually kind of tell the story of like how I found this out. So I was, I was out of town yesterday, like on a work trip. I was sitting in a conference room, right? And we, there's nine of us sitting around this table and we, we like, you know, I'm not looking at my phone during the meeting, but like, I, we have like a five minute break. It's like, all right, five minute break. And so I just pick up my phone. I see, you know, our group chat, you know, with everybody in it, it's got like 48 messages and like, you know, whatever, whatever, what are they up to right now? And then one of my buddies sent me a text. So he, his just happened to be the first one I, I looked at because there was only one text I had to read instead of 48. And it just said, congrats. And I was like, for what? And he immediately responds back. He said, you signed Kutch. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I pulled up, like, our group chat, and everybody's going crazy. You guys are all happy. And then I stepped out of conference room. I did a little fist pump. It was – I was so happy. It really I'm, is. It, it's one of those I'm things, like, I just that, feel. I'm a little sad I didn't get to find out right away. Like, I got, I got a little bit – you know, I got delayed, delayed information. But, well, man. when you don't have Twitter, that happens, too. That's true. That's true. I don't have Twitter on my phone anymore, so – but yeah, like, but this, no, is like this is just like awesome. one of those feel good stories. Like I feel like everyone's just kind of giddy inside. Just because like Andrew McCutcheon is clearly, I should say was clearly the face of the franchise, like you mentioned. You know, and I forget who it was that had the pullout. Was it Chris Mueller? I forget. Yeah. Someone did. Yeah, Chris Mueller. Uh, about like the like the top athletes, right? <clears throat> Which I think it's all about like Sid, Palomalo, like who's third? And is Andrew McCutcheon. And I mean, I think it's an argument. I mean, I think obviously you could argue Ben, um, but like Andrew McCutcheon, like what he meant to this organization and like a whole group of fans that probably weren't interested in being fans at the time. You know, I mean, he he meant a lot to a lot of people. So yeah, like now he's back. Like, you know, like yeah. if you're going in this whole rebuild, we talked about this too. Like if you're going through this whole rebuild, Bring in some veterans that can you know, help out and stuff. And like, what better veteran to have than Andrew McCutcheon, who's been here as a fan favorite? Like, we talked about PR as well. What a huge, huge hit! And I guess we'll get into the story. Maybe not so much the Pirates winning this and doing the right thing. They kind of were cornered into it, but it happened. And like, what a huge yeah. PR hit for a really bad organization right now. Yeah, PR hit in a good way. PR, PR plus. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, but, yes, um, that, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah, but like as far as like, like I said, you you mentioned just like the fan base, and like you can go back to like all the stories too from back when he was a pirate, and like how how important his. First off, he he's 
he still lives in Pittsburgh. Like he lives in Pittsburgh. <laughs> he lives in Pittsburgh. He named his firstborn child Steel. Like this guy exudes Pittsburgh. He loves it here. And and like I said, so happy they could make this happen. But like going back when he was a pirate, like I don't know, do you remember that game? I think it was in San Diego. Like at Pirates win. He gave his like batting gloves to some kid out in center field. Oh, yeah. and it was like it was like it was like the greatest moment of this person's life. His you know, his father was going crazy. Like like you saw that just so, like going around yesterday too. Yeah. Yeah, like he's just he just brings joy to so many people. Um I just another personal story. I remember watching the Pirates. This was 2000 and I want to say 13. I think it was the year that he was on the cover of MLB the show, right? Okay. Um, yeah. And and I remember sitting at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati and you know, you, Pirates are going through their lineup first batter, second batter, and then, you know, batting third, center fielder, Andrew McCutcheon. And this, like, six-year-old Reds fan who's sitting next to me, like, turns over to his dad and goes, oh, my goodness, Andrew McCutcheon, he's my favorite baseball player. Like, when was the last time the Pirates had somebody where, like, an away team's kid is like, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited to see Andrew. Like, so it's just, like, stories like that that, like, just stick with me and, like, resonate with me about, like, yeah, we love him in Pittsburgh, but like Andrew McCutcheon truly was a superstar when he was on this team. Like everybody knew him, everybody loved him. Um, yeah, and so it's just it's just exciting to have him back. I don't think anyone like needs to yeah. like be reminded of it, but yeah, that's maybe what you have to do a little bit here. Like you're right. Like he's on the cover of the show. Like Fernando Tatis was on the cover of the show. Yeah. Like and and, that's, in that's... that same sense, like you love Fernando Tatis Jr. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's on the Padres, not a pirate. You know, and like that happens. Like that was Andrew McCutcheon. He was that dude. I mean, he won an MVP. He was that dude. Um, yeah. and, and you're right. Like that doesn't happen in Pittsburgh. So it did happen. And mm-hmm. that guy's back. So again, like for the feel good story of this, just to have him back is just tremendous. I think there's a lot of fans. And it's funny. Um, and Bob Fulton, one of our Twitter followers from Canada, you know, he like, I think it was like the perfect statement for a lot of fans right now. He's like, you know what? I'm so happy and pissed off at the same time. He's like, I was going to cancel my MLB TV subscription and boycott this team. And now I can't because Andrew McCutcheon's back. And I feel like that's right. a lot of people that are like disgusted with the organization and nutting. And now there's like, damn it. I'm back. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, all now I got to watch this touching. team again. <laughs> right. So no, like yeah. the PR stuff yeah. and that, like he is going to bring seats to the, you know, to the stadium eyes on the team. You know, I don't think to the level of like, this is going to be a packed stadium by any means. It's still not going to be a great team. And ultimately winning is going to happen. But again, that feel good that, you know, when Andrew McCutcheon's at the, at the stadium, I'm going to go out there and watch, or even like Andrew McCutcheon's out there. He was my favorite player. I'm going to bring my kid so he can see him now in a pirate uniform for the first time. You know, you're going to get a lot of that, but ultimately again, like I come down what this off season has meant. And it's been a year delayed is you have a lot of young players and to have some real meaningful leadership in there. It started with Troy. Then you got Santana. Who's also beloved in clubhouses, right? And you, you saw this pattern. You saw this. Okay. They're doing small things, but in the right direction, rich Hill, right? You bring Andrew McCutcheon in now, it's just like that clubhouse is packed with quality 
leaders. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, damn it. I mean, they went all in on that side. And yeah. for what this season represents, I actually have really, really liked what Charrington has done this offseason. It's the minimal. I mean, they could have got better players that fit that mold. But again, what it represents, which should have been done last year, this does cap it off. Like, like it, it's, it's been a win. And they spent money. Cody put – or um, Ethan put it out there that they spent, what, $30 million this offseason? Yeah. In contracts. Like, for just getting vets. You know I mean? It wasn't like they made a push and, like, they're making, you know, these – meaningful signs like it's 30 million dollars basically just on veterans mm-hmm. they're investing into the young kids by getting these type of players i love it yeah i think this is like I, I, going into this like the off season has been fine you know like they know nothing really about this off season has like gotten me excited necessarily but they've made good moves i think throughout this off season to like you said, make the team incrementally better, like not not like any serious moves, but like every move that they've made for the most part has made the team better, right? And in, in some mm-hmm. way, um, which you know that's that's all I that's all I asked for, like make this team better, right? Um, so good stuff there, and then like this is this like this is just kind of like the cherry on top, where it's like, all right, by the way, we also need a right-handed corner outfielder. Let's bring back the guy that you all love, <laughs> and, and like it's 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 a perfect fit because because I said we they needed they needed a left they needed a left somebody to play left field they needed somebody to pl- to play left field who can hit right handed, um, you know McCutcheon isn't the player he obviously was when he was in Pittsburgh but he's still he's still an average major league hitter who gets on base works counts. He also last year kind of regained his like speed. He was super fast on the base pads last year. Great base runner. Really the um, year before too. Yeah. So like 2020 was the year that like it really dipped and it was yeah. 2021. Like it seemed like it regained and last year it even took a tick up. Yeah. So like we're, we're talking about a guy who, again, not like not, he's not the guy he was when he was a pirate, but he's a quality major league player. And now what's exciting about this team is there's, there, there's a reason to watch the Pirates now. This lineup has length to it. You look at the Pirates lineup now, and there, there's no one in that lineup who shouldn't be on a major league team. Well, I'll... I'm talking about put I mean, a little asterisk on Austin Hedges. No, but Austin Hedges I... is a major league baseball player. Like let's well, let's, oh, let's oh, not oh. beat around the bush. Like he's he's a bad hitter, but Austin Hedges talk, is a okay. major league baseball player. Like talk, talking um, straight lineup. To talk, okay, because you're, you're speaking of the length of the lineup. Uh, okay, Austin Hedges, okay. no, but yeah. outside of him, I agree with what you're yeah. saying. Okay, so he's a major yeah, leaguer, he yeah. shouldn't be yeah, a, like a primary like, catcher, but yes, you shove Austin Hedges ninth in the lineup, and, and everybody else's like you compare this to some of last year's lineups where Josh Van Meter was batting fifth or second, you know, like that's not going to happen this year, like you're right. not going to right. have any like. There were so many lineups the Pirates put out last year where it was just like, what even is this lineup? That like five through nine were just automatic outs. Like every single time, it was that bad. And and you're just not going to see that this year. Like one through eight in this order should be competent. 
which is which is that's which is kind of we've been asking for which is like that's cool i want i want to see a competent a lineup um and then and then what it does too is um i i was on a, i was on a roll and now i just forgot my train of thought um so go on go ahead i'll get back to what i was thinking <laughs> Well, I just wanted to bring it's, up uh, one thing that you mentioned because I do want to kind of hit on that. Um, only, and I don't, I'm not like using this one example to think that's how many people think, but I'm just unsure how many do. But yes, like I understand Andrew McCutcheon is 36 years old, but the dude really has not lost a step. Like when you look at his speeds, like he has not lost a step. So father time really hasn't caught up to him in that degree, which is kind of cool also. Like this isn't just a 36 year old coming in who's, who's not as productive as he once was, that, of course, is happening. But it's not like his body's been breaking down in that sense where he's, like, not even an outfielder. He has to be DH. Like, the dude, no, he still has range. He still has got speed. Yeah, he still has the arm that he had before as well, which isn't too too grand, right? But, like, the dude still has his speed. Um, yeah. And, and like you're saying about, you know, the right-handed bat, you know, he was about league average last year. His splits certainly um, – you know, he had a 106 way to runs create plus against righties. I'm sorry, versus lefties, um, 95 versus righties. But also he got hit pretty hard with a shift as well. Um, again, I'm not looking at this like a Santana situation, but maybe, you know, with the band shift, maybe there's also room for improvement in him. That is what I wanted to actually bring up. Against, uh, like against the shift, um, 58 weighted runs created plus last year. Yep. No shift, one sixteen. So, you know, a, a very well above average hitter when there was no shift. So that that was what I wanted to bring up, and I completely forgot about. But yeah, I mean, there you go. no shift this year. The historical data shows that he has performed pretty well without it. He, he hit three forty one last year without a shift, mm-hmm. with again a um, one sixteen weighted runs created plus. Yep. So, so again, much like the Santana one, like when you look at this and you look at last year's numbers, right? Like Santana, who's a first baseman, you need the offense much more than, you know, with, with Kutch here. But like you look at Santana and you saw the numbers, you're just like, eh, another non hitter, you know, what's going to happen this year? But there's things to look into those numbers and say, yeah, I, I could see some progression. I could see him being better than he was last year. And that kind of goes with Andrew McCutcheon as well, right? You looked at his, Overall numbers, who was about, I mean, he was just barely under league average hitter. But I feel like you could get more out of that from him this year uh, with the band shift. So we'll see. I mean, again, I think it's the band shift will be for everybody, right? So when everyone raises right. their numbers, the averages average out. We'll, you know, we'll see. Uh-huh. I don't think it'll be affected as much as like Santana is. Um, but again, there's, there's some also room for improvement you could potentially see from him. Yeah, I think uh, again, and like who knows? Maybe rate. he's just so excited being in Pittsburgh that he just performs. Maybe that's Andrew McCutcheon's secret stuff. He has his Albert Pujols resurgence. Baseball gives yep. him special baseballs, and he hits forty home runs this year. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing too. Okay, yeah, he's like you're going to have some milestones this year. Like you're going to have reasons to to watch Andrew McCutcheon. He's thirteen home runs away from three hundred. Um, you know, when was the last time we saw a, a 300th home run in Pittsburgh? I don't know, but that'll well, be kind of cool. 52 hits, 52 hits away from 2000 career hits. So, you know, there, there's going to be two different, 
you know, career milestones that we'll get to hopefully celebrate with uh, Andrew McCutcheon this year that, you know, as long as he stays healthy, like he's going to hit both of those. Right. Well, in theory, I mean, really it's, there are more per se. Um, I, I mean, I guess nothing special. Yeah. 302 doubles. We won't yeah. have any milestone there. He, he'll hit a thousand walks. So there's that too. Yeah, there we, we can go. Celebrate his That'll be exciting. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think yeah, the, no, the, the hits, hits and the home runs, runs like though. you said. Yeah. <clears throat> certainly some milestones. Yes, yeah, like there's some importance. And I think for him too, and this is something we'll talk about here shortly, but for him too, doing it in a Pirates uniform has some special meaning for him. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 like part of this, like he he gets to live at home now. You know, like he he lives in Pittsburgh. His family's in Pittsburgh, so you know he gets to he gets to be in home with gets to be at home with his wife and kids. Gets to be in the city that he loves. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a perfect fit. And what's wild about it is just how it came together. You know, Mackie's story this morning just just you know it's one of those things where like like you mentioned, like you want to hate Bob Nutting so bad, but then it's like. Thank God this happened, and and it, it, it uh, you know amazingly it happened last week. Andrew McCutcheon sent a text message. This is per Jason Mackey, sent a text message to Bob Nutting, and basically was like, "Hey, you know, I know that it's still a business. I've got it. I can go other places, but I really want to finish my career in Pittsburgh. I want to have a meaningful role. I want to be part of the next Pirates winning team." Um, and, and Bob Nutting took that to Ben Sherrington and was basically like, Hey, I'm not going to push this, but let's try to make this happen. Um, yeah. and, and it, it happened. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting how, just kind of how it all came to be. Uh, it looks like a lot of, uh, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of quotes in here from, from Michael McHenry, who we will have on Monday night. That will be a super fun show i can't wait for that now i can't um, wait for know, all the touch stories yeah him and mccutcheon are super close so that'll be a super fun podcast make sure you all tune in monday night michael mccutcheon on ns9 um yeah that'll be fun um but yeah just the fact that like this all came together and and bob nutting played a part in it so i mean as far as we know bob nutting is is maybe a main reason why brian reynolds is still here and also a main reason why we now have andrew mccutcheon so I'm not, I still hate the guy, but like, good job on this. Good job on this move, Bob Nutting. <laughs> it's I know, like, like, I'm bad, so mixed on it. Bad it's... people can still do good things every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> right. And probably still for bad intentions. Like he's thinking, okay, even, oh, even yeah. Bob Nutting says $5 million and the ROI on that $5 million is more money in my pocket. So this is a good move. Um, yep. and, and, you know, for his reasons being right is different from, you know, our reasons, but like you said, it's yeah. still good for us, still good yeah. for everyone in the city of Pittsburgh, um, and the team, but yeah, like, right. When you're telling me about that, I'm just like, damn it. I want to hate nutting so much and for we still all the can. things like, but, yeah. but it's like, even for this is like, it just fell in his lap. I mean, how, like, why did it take you this long to even think about it? For one, he's a free agent. Like, why? Why didn't you never even maybe go out to Ben Charing to be like, you know what, man? It's, it's late December. It's early January. Um, you don't have to do anything. I'm just making a suggestion. 
but have you thought about Andrew McCutcheon? Because I, I would like that. Maybe give him a text and see how he feels. You know, like, why did it have to be Andrew McCutcheon doing it in the middle of January? Right. <laughs> That's where I'm at. But regardless, like, it happened. I don't want to – I'm not using this to hate on anyone right now. I'm too excited, too happy to. But I'm kind of just like, I wish there was more on this other end of things to begin yeah. with. But regardless, it came together. It happened. Kutch shot his shot. Kids, learn from this. Shoot your shot. <laughs> because good things yeah. can sometimes happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. So... Andrew McCutcheon's a, a pitcher. Andrew McCutcheon's a pitcher. He's a I can pull talked out. about this last year, and here we are today talking about it. I can pull out my Andrew McCutcheon jersey now, like dust that thing off. Not that it needs <laughs> dusted off, but like, I, you know, it's hanging in my closet. Um, that's where yeah, I mean, you have, man, like, you have to love cynical pirates, right? I mean, that, that's so I can't tell you how many tweets, how many comments, posts I've seen of. Well, you know, Kutch isn't going to get 22 this year because they want to get new jersey sales. Like, Kutch is going to have to go to like number something or whatever, right? Like 23 or something, yeah. <laughs> right. Or I think uh, Zach from Pittsburgh Glowing Company tweeted out there like a picture of Bob Nutting, like all, like his face is all like worn down. Like when you realize that Andrew McCutcheon's jersey number is going to stay the same or something like that. But yeah, um, 22 back in the outfield, break out all the old jerseys, some nostalgia happening here some potential actual solid performance. Um, like you said, like this lineup is going to feature like four, four vets in the lineup for the most part, mm -hmm. if not five at times. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah crazy. Like I said before, like the lineup, the, the lineup isn't bad. No. It's not bad. No. I mean, top, top to bottom. Like I said, even throwing hedges in there, you know, most teams have, most teams' catchers aren't competent. Like, let's be right. real. The the catching position in Major League Baseball, when it comes to the hitting side of things, is like a complete joke right now. Um, and, and, you know, Hedges kind of fits the mold. And hopefully we don't have to deal with Hedges too long. And we've got Andy coming up in June. And then you've got a full lineup, one through nine, of everybody who's like, I want to watch this guy play baseball. Um, but, yeah, like, just, just a, a good baseball move, a good PR move. Throws the fans a bone. And it's just – I can't wait for this season. I can't wait for spring training to see Andrew McCutcheon and Bradenton in a Pirates jersey. I can't That's wait for opening thing. day. Like, opening day, bat now batting left fielder Andrew McCutcheon. PNC Park's going to go crazy. You're going to have a standing ovation. You're going to have the tip of the cap to everybody. Like, it's I, – I, I want all that. I want all of that. I mean, and granted, like, what I said about – it's not like he's going to pack the stadium every game, mm -hmm. winning will. But regardless, every time he's come back to Pittsburgh, the game's been sold out. Like, whether it was with the Giants, whether it was with the Brewers, you know, did he come with the Yankees? I don't think he did. Uh, no. But the Phillies, you know, he comes back. It's just like Andrew McCutcheon's here. Yeah. Sold out stadium. Well, and, that's a thing. Yeah, like, home how many people, how many people weren't going to go to the home opener? And now they're like, you know what? I have to go now. I saw that on Twitter yesterday too. People yeah. just bought tickets for the home opener. Yeah. Like, is this like, is this the Mets Carlos Correa? We've sold one million dollars <laughs> in season tickets. 
But like it's this that, you know, how simple it is. You sign good players that people want to see, and guess what? They'll go to the game. That's yeah. It's it's a simple, it's a simple, it's a simple thing. I'm with you. But yeah, like you said, spring training will be there March 19th through the 20, whatever fifth. it is, fifth, sixth, something like that. Yeah. Um yeah, Angie McCutcheon now. Now there as well. Like this is just no pitcher is gonna fear this lineup. But no pitchers walking in and saying, Well, I got the pirates today. Easy yeah. day. Josh Van Meter, right? Yoshi, like all it's like you said, it's it's competent. They're major leaguers. Um, but this is going to be a fun season, I feel. And I'm looking at the perspective of us for doing post game shows because Lord knows how much we dreaded those as much as we loved them, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just God. I got to go in here and talk about Josh Mayneater. <laughs> like, right? It's going to be interesting and fun because, again, we know what Andrew McCutcheon is. Fun dude, but Carlos Santana also very. Like, I just can't wait for these personalities to shine through some of the bad baseball play that you will see. Right? It's, it's still not going to be great. It's still going to be maybe a 70-75 win team that you're looking at here, most likely. Um, could push higher if all things hit including prospects coming up, right? But most yep. likely around 70, 75. So it's still not going to be a great team, but it's going to be interesting, I feel. Rob- yeah, I mean... If the- anyone's more excited right now, it's Robbie. He might be the most excited person about this offseason and yesterday. Yeah, he gets some, get some catch interviews. Post-game <laughs> catch interviews. Dana and Troy. Like, like, I mean, yeah. he's just like Rich Hill. But no, absolutely, absolutely, like, you know, where's uh, where's where's Connor's comment here? You know, it's seriously not that bad talking about the lineup. Like, you you look at these guys, and this, like, at a minimum, this should be a league average lineup. Like, it's like, it should be a league average offense. And then, yeah, like if someone like Cruz, who has the potential to just go off, goes off, then and and Brian Reynolds is still on this team let's cross our fingers and hope maybe maybe Brian Reynolds sees this and is like you know what maybe I kind of want to stay here a little bit longer hopefully they'll pay me though but um no like if Brian Reynolds is still on this team come opening day this this lineup isn't bad and it has the the capabilities to be pretty good at, actually agree like I'll put this lineup up over I'll put this over Milwaukee's lineup. I'll put this over the Reds lineup. Um, I'll probably put this over the Cubs lineup. Like, you know, behind maybe the Cardinals, you're talking about like the second best lineup in, in the in the division, I think. Second or third? I don't know if I'll go that. Third, I could feel more comfortable with. Milwaukee's still got some dudes. Um, Chicago's yeah, but- got some dudes now. So, like, there's... I don't think it's as easy to plug them in. But here, here's one thing I will say, and I think this kind of puts it in perspective also. Mm-hmm. The second worst hitter on the team at the end of 2023 could potentially be Cabrian Hayes. And I say that in a good way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. He could be the second worst hitter. And if that happens, it probably is a good thing. If yeah. If that makes sense. No, I mean, I would rather sense. him not. I would rather him take that like next step, and he becomes a very good hitter and such. But there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a chance he's the second worst hitter, and if so, that probably means 2023 season wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm looking at the Cubs lineup, and no, I think I think we're on par 
we could be on par. That's probably the best way to put it. We we can. I, I wouldn't be I shocked. Mean, yeah, I'm not I ready mean, to go there yet. Because Arnold also Cruz hedges can give you... just so 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 bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, the 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 Cubs have Jan Gomes, and that's about it. That's far. They don't have Wilson Contreras anymore, and they also don't have Andy Rodriguez coming up in June. But they don't. That could be a game changer, though. I will say that. Yeah. Prospect wise, once they come up, if they're hitting, that could be the difference. Um. I don't know, man. I like. I want to just stay on all day and like just talk Andrew McCutcheon. Maybe bring up moments, but we probably shouldn't do that. It's probably not yeah. good for the audio portion of this. <laughs> right. But I'm with you. Like, I'm just happy. It's it's something that like. When's the last time Pirates Twitter or Pirates fans, just in general, you know, we 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 get the feel of it from Twitter for the most part. But like, when's the last time Pirates fans just generally have been this happy? I go back and say the last time I can think of, which is a very, very bad memory, at the end of it, was the Chris Archer trade. Like, when that trade happened, I feel like unanimously mm-hmm. everyone was probably this happy. Now, I don't want to compare it because we saw what happened at the, at the other end of that trade. Yeah, well, when we didn't talking about this. <laughs> back when we didn't know who the player to be named later was, most yes. of us were, were pretty good with that trade. Yeah. I feel like that's the last time everyone was this happy and excited. Before that, though, when's the last time everyone was? I don't really remember. Maybe before the first pitch of the last wild card game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might Basically. be it. It's been some time. It's been some time. Almost a decade. Yeah. So good on everyone involved with this, especially Kutch. And like, I can't imagine, obviously, how it feels for him right now. Like, he's, I jokingly say Robbie, but he's probably the most elated person because it happened. He clearly wanted this, and it's here. He's going to finish his career as a pirate. That's awesome. Yep. Never thought it was happening. Perfect story. Let's hope he can uh, finish up with a, with a bang. Yep. All right. Well, it's been 35 minutes. Um, Let's get out of here. Again, though, come on, 9 o'clock Monday. We'll have the Ford on. We'll definitely have some cut stories. We'll, we'll, have, mm-hmm. we'll definitely have something to talk about. That's for sure. Yep. Nah, can't so, wait for Monday. That'll be a great show. For sure. All right, man. Well, everyone, thank you for watching. If you haven't, go ahead and subscribe to our channel. We greatly appreciate it. Um, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye. See you guys.